0: From the Financial Times in London, I'm Patrick Jenkins, the FT's financial editor. This is FT News. Lloyd's Banking Group is about to be returned to the private sector. Having been bailed out in 2009 by the government, the 43% stake will now fully be back in the private sector this week. Well, I'm joined by our banking editor, Martin Arnold, and also by Sir Wynne Bischoff, the former chairman of Lloyd's Banking Group, to talk about what's been achieved and what the outlook is from here for Lloyd's. Martin, it's been a long time coming, nearly a decade since the UK government bailed out Lloyds Bank after it was brought to its knees by the rescue of HBOS. It's a bit of a moment, isn't it? Certainly is. Expect great
1: fanfare, both from Lloyd's and from the government. Remember, it took an over 40% stake in the bank back in 2009, as you said, after the disastrous HBOS deal. Now, the government's be able to say the taxpayers got its money back and some and made a bit of a profit of some 500 million pounds. And I think the achievement is quite stark, particularly when you compare it to RBS, the other big British bank that was bailed out. In the financial crisis, where the government still holds over 70% of that bank, and the stake is hugely underwater with no prospect of the taxpayer ever getting all their money back from that bank.
0: Well, we are joined now by Sir Wynne Bischoff, who back in those days was the chairman of the bank. He was brought in as part of the rescue of Lloyds. Sir Wynne, thanks very much for joining us. Do you wish you were still there to see this day when the government is selling out of its final stake?
2: Look, one moves on, but it's obviously a terrific sense of achievement for them all. And to some extent, as a bystander now, but having been involved, for me, what has happened is a very large disposal, obviously, over a number of years. And the disposal, of course, couldn't start immediately, the bank had to get into a shape whereby investors would then think that there was, in fact, some hope of a recovery, which took some time. But since the government has been selling the shares, it's been very judicious. I think the process has been very good. The method that they've used, in my view, is an excellent one. You do initial sale and then you feed it into the market. The market gets used to the seller being there and it's worked.
0: Absolutely. Remind us what it was like for you back in the days when you first came in, you were a hardened banker having been through the financial crisis at Citigroup. Then you were parachuted into Lloyds, a similarly troubled bank to Citigroup only a, a year or so earlier. What did you find and how scary was it?
2: Um, it's always difficult to compare scariness. I think the business model of Lloyd's was substantially different and perhaps not as scary as that of a truly global bank, both operating in the retail as well as the wholesale sector. Lloyd's was really very much more a retail bank. And if the finances could be fixed, its business model was one which attracts both investors, long-term investors, and in reputational terms, probably somewhat easier, certainly at that time, than wholesale Bank. So I felt actually quite confident that it could be turned round, as long as one had the support of a major shareholder, which we did, in a 43% shareholder, which was the government.
0: Martin, you wanted to come in.
1: Yeah. Hi, Win. I just wanted to ask how much of this success story is down to the chief executive, Antonio Horta Azorio, who had some health difficulties early on in his time there, but has led this bank back to profitability, dividends, and now to the government's exit. How much is down to him personally?
2: You know, it's always very difficult to say, but the majority of the credit obviously should always go to the CEO because he gets the majority of the anger when things go badly wrong. I think Antonio is an outstanding CEO. I'm very pleased we hired him. He came from another bank that valued him highly there. I think he's done a fantastic job. He embraced very well the business model, but also felt that the business model needed some particular aspects fixing, for example, the loan deposit ratio, the wholesale funding, et etc., et cetera, et cetera. And he did that. He's a very determined person, but he's also a person who understands the retail sector very well and understands the funding and the finances of a bank very well. So I don't want to put percentages on it, but obviously the majority has to go to him and the management team that he hired.
0: And a final one from me, what does the future hold for Lloyd's? It's a dominant high street bank. Some people say that now that the government is no longer there as a protector, there may be a renewed effort from the competition authorities to break it up, thinking it's got too dominant a market share. Is that an issue or how do you see its future panning out?
2: I think it's got a market share, which in various sectors is somewhere between 20 and 25%, which obviously is a large market share. On the other hand, there are quite a number of banks around the world that have got that kind of market share in various sectors. In total terms, if you look at the finance as a whole, obviously its market share would be very, very substantially less than that. My own view is that they should leave well enough alone. I think it is important, but obviously new competitors are coming in all the time, and access to those new competitors is probably going to be improved. It's going to be a little bit like the telephone companies. I suspect that it will be made possible for new entrants to compete against people like Lloyd's, but also the other banks.
0: Well, certainly Mr. Houto Osorio and his fellow bankers will be hoping you're right on that. So Wynn, thank you very much for joining us.